Hello. Hello. And welcome to Hunchback. How, yeah. how are you doing, Ian? <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm, doing, I'm doing pretty well. Yeah? I'm doing pretty well. Yeah, we've been yeah. talking for like 50 minutes already. Um, is that... Oh, is that true? Yeah. Um, yeah, we've been trying to work out how to get your microphone to... We're working on bonus material for bonus, the yeah. <laughs> yeah. Patreon supporters. I've been recording this whole time. Nice. That would be... <laughs> I think you'd be really frustrated if I managed to get your microphone to wire all the way over here. Yeah. yeah. So, episode 36, we're trying something new. Yes. Uh, we're using this tool, Zencaster. Mm-hmm. We're kind of half mm-hmm. using it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, why are we using this tool? Yeah, well, well so, I we're not... We can't see each other. Right. It makes sort of a lot of this leading kind of prompts of when either of us should speak a lot more difficult. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So this is going to take some guessing used to. Right. We're going to be, we're not going to have our usual snappy, you know, kind of feel yeah witty. it's gonna feel more yeah. like episode one I think, for there's gonna be some rapport that's missing yeah just uh, ra- ra- rapport ra- ra- report yeah what's a report yeah what are we reporting on uh rapport it's a rapport report rapport yep cool so, so. uh so here we are yep <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. What did we talk about last time? Let's see. We talked about uh, Daniel noises. Daniel makes noises. It's been three months. Daniel re- was relieved. Kegging Kieser asked me anything. Brew philosophy, controlling temperature, butter sculpture, fermentation, animals, how I complicated my brew log, Splatoon 2, Hue bulbs, swarm, sugar free cocoa is bad, March, Boston Common. Wow. Yeah, that was a lot. So, and. It was a long episode. Long episode and a long time ago. Yeah. I think we're going to, now that it's been a long time and everyone's had a bit of a bit of a break, we've taken like a, a full vacation. Is that a thing? Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We are going to try something, you know, a little more focused, a little shorter. Maybe right. uh, we're going to like just cut off at 30 minutes, probably mid-sentence. <laughs> <laughs> yep yep um so it's been almost exactly two months since the last one. Oh, wow it's like um that was um late august and now it's uh late october so um so yeah we didn't do we didn't have a three-month gap but we did a two-month gap yeah but we're so trying to um we're trying gonna... to get a little more regular here yeah make it a little good. shorter it's really unnerving that you can hear everything like me typing and all of the things I'm doing. So <laughs> yeah, let, um, let's talk about the audio setup quickly. I have a brand new Yeti microphone, mm-hmm. uh, which I would thoroughly recommend because I plugged it in and it worked. <laughs> um, um, real quick. Yeah. You look like you're coming in pretty hot. Pretty. 
And by hot, I mean good looking, but also slightly loud. Oh. Um, judging by the waveform in Zencaster, it looks like you're hitting some, uh, hitting some ceilings. Does this need to be... Is, is, there an, is there an adjustment on that? Uh, oh, there's a, there's a gain. Oh, there's a gain. Was it cranked up? No. No, okay. Really? Are you... Is that... Is the microphone inside of your mouth? Is, it, is that... <laughs> there, we, there we go. Is that more reasonable? Is that, is that more, yeah, I think so. I don't know. Can, uh, you, can you hear me? I can... Now you're getting a little too, too quiet. Oh, no. Uh, come back to me. No? <laughs> um... A little that, more, just slightly, little. just slightly more. Maybe that's good. That's good. Yeah, that, I think that, that's good. I didn't change anything. This is this is all gold. This is all gold. <laughs> this is why people tune in. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There to we learn, go. learn all the secrets. <laughs> you were sounding a little, a little crunchy, a little, uh, oh. a little on the the crunchy side. Now you're um, more on the smooth, smooth sailing. Smooth sailing. Awesome. Anyway, yeah, you got a nice uh, fancy microphone, and it yeah. sounds sounds good. Apparently, I can change the gain. That's uh, that's good. I didn't know at first, but it's on the back of the microphone. Ah, that's an inconvenient place for it to be. <laughs> right. Uh, um, but I can change the volume, so I can make you louder, but only for me. Oh. Oh. So wait, your your headphones plug into the microphone? Is that true? Yeah, the headphone plugs into the bottom of the microphone, so I can hear myself and you. Got it. Um, yeah, that's a smart, smart feature. Sure. Uh, pretty, pretty necessary. Um, only because of the way audio devices work in computers. Usually computers don't like, or programs don't like when the input device is a different device than the output device. So that's okay. why they combine them into, into one. Interesting. Um, so that you select your microphone is both your input device and your output device, which is a little weird, but hmm. you know, this is, this is where we've landed. It also has a mute button. Oh yeah. And he's gone. He's gone. Yeah. And no. he's back. And I'm back. I did that with a button. It was magical. Nice. That's great. Yeah. So if you're coughing or, uh, whatever, <laughs> uh, you have it. Yeah. Good. Cool. Um, so Zen, really Zencaster really is a a service, a web a web service, the service on the web. Yep. Uh, where it's recording, there is a recording in progress, and it's recording everything to local storage. You said. Yeah, and uh, it's going to upload huh. a file to you, Ian Canderson. Yeah. Well, it uploads a file. So it'll upload my file to Zencaster and your file to Zencaster. Then it, you know, knows how to correlate them with the episode that we're recording right now. And then um, you can hook it into Dropbox as well to have it automatically send those, you know, forward those along to Dropbox. Okay. Um, so, um, so that's nice. So you don't have to like then re-download them to your computer to edit them. Presumably you just have Dropbox always on and always pulling. So you can just, you know, import them directly into your mixing program and, uh, and, uh, make an episode. Hmm. So it's a cool idea, except I am the one, uh, the audio engineer is having trouble getting my microphone to interface correctly with the web browser. 
Oh. What's so that that's the problem. What's um, the interface? The interface. Um you mean my my fancy German thing? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so uh right. So I um I can select my audio interface that my microphone is plugged into in Zencaster, but it won't let me select the channel. So um, my interface has 28 channels that I can plug into it, which is... That seems um, excessive. It's not necessary. It's not necessary. Uh, but it, it's what I have. And, you know, this is just an example of drowning in flexibility that I don't need <laughs> and it just causing more problems than it's uh, solving. <laughs> but, you know, 10 years ago, I was like, someday I'm going to record a full band with drums and guitars and three vocalists and it, it just never happened. So <laughs> here we are record, trying to record a mono podcast and I just, I just can't do it. Oh, no. <sighs> kind of sad. Um, so I might be getting a microphone like Matt. Has. Oh yeah, I w I have one to recommend. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, yeah, definitely. So we, uh, we are taking sponsorships. Yep. So we can buy new leave, microphones. Leave comments in the comments on yep. the site. Uh, Let yep. us know how in the review. Say how great I sound. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. I had a root canal today. Are you serious? Yeah. It was awful. Ugh. I had no idea. You had no idea that you had it today? I had no idea it would be awful. Oh, okay. Yeah, but that's a pretty standard, you know, awful thing. Turns out they drill into your face. Um... Not through the cheek, though, right? Mm. Around, around, around the cheek? it. Yeah. Okay. What is a root canal? So they're 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 making a canal from something to something else. Uh, to connect it, things. I think, I think it's to the root. To the root. Okay. I think that's what that's what they want to get to. All right. I, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> the root, the root of the tooth, or the root of the problem, or both. I. I think the root of the tooth was the root of the problem. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so they're making a canal there. Do they also put little tiny boats in the canal once well, they, they have the canal? Well, he had to fill the canal with medication. Okay. That's... I, I, I'm realizing now I asked far too few questions. <laughs> right. Right. All I know is uh, I, have, I have to go back Yep. eventually. And he's going to have to take the medication out of the canal. Right. And then I don't know what goes in. Interesting. Here's a question. <laughs> do, you think, do you think anyone's ever had to, to, uh, to travel through the Panama Canal in order to get a root canal? Do you think that's ever happened? I, yeah. Wow. That oh, must I'm, have been a fun, a fun story. I think so. Like, you'd want to wait until you're back where you have coverage. You're not paying okay. out of pocket. Yep. 
So, and if you've got to get from one side to the other to get there. <laughs> so the scenario you, you paint is uh, your health insurance <laughs> is good on one side of the Panama Canal and not the other side. So well, maybe- as soon as you cross into <laughs> your home waters, your insurance kicks in. Yeah, I mean, it's like, what it, uh, isn't there na- naval law or something? Yeah, maritime law. Yeah, maritime law. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Yeah, I like the idea that the, the dentist is actually on the boat with you. <laughs> just waiting. Just has to wait. Hold on. Hold, hold on. No, no, no. Don't. I know you'll charge me for that. We got to wait. Don't try it. Slow down. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, welcome back, everyone. Yep. Welcome back. Um, <laughs> I noticed another strange phenomenon, which is... Um, beyond the whole randomly getting a root canal, um, which is that everything seems to be getting released this Friday. This Friday? Yeah. Specifically. Ooh, we should release this episode on Friday. Oh. Because uh, then... It's possible. Yeah. Possible. We'll, um, we'll make it happen. We'll just got Super Mario Galaxy is coming on Friday. Galaxy? Is Odyssey. that what it's called? Odyssey. Odyssey. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not, it sounds like I haven't pre-ordered this, but I have. I just don't know what it is. Yeah, it's Odyssey. He's going Odyssey. on a, he's going on an okay. epic journey. Is Super Mario Galaxy a different thing? Yeah. Or is that, a, is that nothing? Yeah, it's an older game. It had a oh, that is a thing. Well. Yeah. Okay. There was, a Super, right. there was a Mario Galaxy 2 as well. Got it. They were good games. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. so Odyssey is coming out. What else is coming out on Friday? Friday. Um, or today. Or today? Well, I mean, because this will be, everyone will be listening to this on Friday. Well, I mean, who knows? Because th- they'll see this other stuff and they'll think, mm, I don't know, but there's a new episode of Hunchback. Who knows what today is? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Stranger Things. I'm going to give you the answer. Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Stranger okay. Things. Yep. Good show. Does, does it all release on the same day? I think so. I think that's the Netflix way. Yeah, I think so. Okay. So I'll be watching all of that this weekend. Uh-huh. There's also Wolfenstein 2. Wolfenstein 2. Um, yep. I don't know about that. I feel okay. like there's been 12 Wolfensteins. I don't think we're only on two. Oh. There's been so many... You're talking about a game, right? I am talking about a game. There's been so many Wolfensteins. I don't know why it's called... This is true. What a bad name. Why is it called Wolfenstein 2? Yeah. Um, uh, anyway. Right. They've run with an um, interesting ad campaign. Have you heard? Okay. Have you heard anything about this? Oh, um, I have, and I forget what it is already. Like no Nazis in America. No Nazis in America. What do you mean? Yeah, so they'll they'll have like um, scenes of Nazi rallies and things, and then it will have the slogan "Not in my America." Oh, that's why I saw it because I saw people complaining about them, and I was like, "What? Yeah. Why are people complaining about this?" And they'll they'll have they'll they've had other ones like. Uh, Oh, I forget. 
But I mean, all all of the games are about killing Nazis, basically. Right. Um, which video game violence and all that, but they have definitely been leaning into that with a Twitter Twitter campaign. Gotcha. So that's also coming out on Friday. Um, did you play the original Wolfenstein nope. 3D? I've played zero Wolfenstein. Oh my gosh. Oh, we should pull that up. Or I'm sure there's a web version of it now. I think I, <laughs> I think I I think there is one that's like a WebGL rendered one. Okay. Oh my gosh. I used to play that the um shareware version of that on I mean, I guess that was the version. It was it was shareware. <laughs> Does shareware mean anything to you? It means that you share it. Where? That's it's, uh, it's like software, but shared. Okay. Shared software. Yeah. Shareware. How did it work? But like, so you had to give it to someone. Is that true? To share it, or else you would die in seven days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That that's pretty good. Yeah, that's a pretty good way to get things spread. I guess. Um, now I'm forgetting how shareware worked. Like you would you would have like a disc, and it would have. It's like those emails. It was through mail. It was through the actual mail. You got to send it to ten people. <laughs> um, shareware software that is available free of charge and often distributed informally for evaluation, after which a fee may be requested for continued. Oh right. It was basically a free trial. Oh yeah, freemium on a dip on a disc. It was is the free difference. Freemium on a disc. Yeah, it was like an in-app purchase, but it would just say, "Hey, you know, maybe buy this yeah. because I'm a nice person and I shared it." Right. So it'd be like, "Oh yeah, send ten dollars to this address." That's what it was. Mm. You would you would send the money in the mail because obviously there's no other way to really do such a thing. Right. Then anyway, okay. Anyway. Uh, Wolfenstein 3D on our Macintosh LC2, which was our first family PC that we had. Um, it was cool. It yeah. was it was cool and scary, really scary, <laughs> terrifying. Like, oh my gosh, I was so afraid. <laughs> there's, I mean, there's like there's Nazi dogs. Like those oh, things are scary because they're low, right? So you like go into a room and you're just kind of like walking around, but you don't see like you have a pretty like narrow vision and there could be dogs. Like, unless you look down and see them, they could just be like starting to bite you and you're like, Oh, and then you're like dead all oh, of a sudden. So many metaphors there. Uh, really? Well, with your narrow vision, not seeing oh. the bigger picture. Ooh. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Great game. Great yeah. Game. Okay, so that's the third thing? That's the third thing. There, there is one more thing, which might be the first thing that happens on Friday. Okay. Which is iPhone pre-orders. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Oh, geez. I just did my pre-pre-order. I just did my pre-pre-order. Uh, we're both doing it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> which means your competition. And we, we pre-talked about this a little bit. Yes. So we are, ta- but, um, we are talking about the iPhone ten. Yeah. Hmm. We both don't feel great. <laughs> I love it. We're just like, yeah, we're both buying this really, really expensive phone. Uh, not sure why. Yep. Here we are. Uh, why are you? Why are you buying it? What? Because you are. 
Well, and I, but what if I don't have a good reason? <laughs> uh, That's how this shit spreads. It's, <laughs> it's working. Yeah. Um, I, I yeah. didn't. I didn't want one until you said you were going to get one. <laughs> uh, so okay, here's what I like about it. I like that it has a bigger screen than the phones that I'm used to. I'm used to the mm-hmm. standard size iPhone, not the Plus. Yep. It has a bigger screen, but the phone itself is not that much bigger right. than the phone that I have um, because of the kind of edge to edge screen, no home button kind of thing. Yep. So that's one of the main reasons. And then, you know, the awesome, crazy camera technology just looks here. All right. Here's a little bit what I, how I justify it. <laughs> if I have like one of the best cameras in the world, I can take really, really good pictures of my child you can't recreate those ever, you know, like that's, you want to have the best camera now because you can't go back and uh, retake those pictures once they're taken. Yeah. Doesn't or it? Or maybe you can, if you have a really good camera, you can like adjust the raw the raw image and like do crazy stuff. Right. So. Isn't the, um, <laughs> isn't the camera the same on the, on the eight plus? No, I don't think so. I think it might be. Uh, can you do the, the, um, well, okay. It depends on what you mean by camera. I think the back, the back camera. That's what I mean by camera. Okay. The one that you take all the pictures with. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, that might, that could be. Yeah. Could be. Um, is it like 12? I know it's 12 megapixel on the iPhone 10. And mm, I'm, not that that really means much anymore. Yeah. But, um, the yeah, so the Animoji stuff, all that stuff's happening on the front camera, right? All that yep. fancy, yeah, all dot dot tracking and the depth, the depth stuff, the true depth, yeah, rather than the um, the false depth, yep, or the alternative um, depth. So we can send each other weird, you know, Ooh. zebra face Animojis. That's and uh, <laughs> Animojis. Animojis. I'm not, yeah. I hadn't heard that, but now now that I have. Wait, wait, have you not seen the demo I, for that? I have seen the demo for it, but I had not. Oh, okay. I did not realize that it, in fact, had its own word, but that oh, yeah. entirely makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Um, and then the wireless charging, uh, which is also not unique to mm. the 10, but just all the new phones. Yep. Um, yeah. Pretty excited about that. Yeah, I'm really excited. Like, so I have I have the plus at the moment, and um, I think the te- the ten technically has like a um, larger size um, across the diagonal, but it's actually narrower than the plus. So it's a slightly off aspect ratio because it has like the right. the notch at the top, and the, they have to leave a gap at the bottom for the the home button stuff. There has to be like an area that you are able to touch, right? To do things. Um, yeah, I am a little worried that the iPhone 10 is just going to seem really tall. Mm-hmm. Um, and didn't they also took away the um, reachability feature? I think. Um, do you know what that is? Oh uh, yeah, I use that all the time, but maybe it won't. Yeah. Maybe it won't be a problem because the the total size of the phone will be smaller maybe yeah mm. i'm curious to see how that feels i mean obviously they they've spent a lot of time 
yeah. worrying about how we're, it feels and how it behaves. So we're also behaving as if we're definitely going to get one. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I went through the I went through the pre pre order. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, that's. Are you on the upgrade program? Yeah. Thing. Right. Did you go through the pre pre order thing? Yep. Okay. I've also heard that they. Um, Apple had some legal troubles with the the upgrade program because people couldn't get upgrades last year. Uh, because there just weren't enough phones, right? And people, okay. And I think I think they ran into legal trouble because they basically falsely advertised because they said, "Oh, you get a upgrade every year," and then people couldn't get their upgrades. Yeah, and so my yeah, I heard a. a I don't know if this is true, but I had heard that the um, if you're on it, you are going to be um, prioritized so that they can avoid that. Okay. But uh, if you don't get one, you should sue Apple, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, they, it's a good, pretty good target pretty for, good. For, for suing. <laughs> they have a lot of money. That's the lesson. Uh, inbox zero is that is that something you haven't been doing or you are doing or you have stopped doing? I have no idea what this card's about. Uh, inbox zero. That's from it's from July. Oh, do you have zero, <laughs> zero inboxes now? Uh, Did you get rid of them? Yeah, let's let's go with that. Yeah, let's go with that. That works. Uh, oh, are we just gonna let's just let's, go on through? I mean, we're just okay. We're just killing it. All right. I mean, this is the this is the magic. Is yeah. It, is it not? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you have you played anything on the Switch? Like just um, jumping around. Have I played anything on the Switch? Yeah, recently. Yeah. Oh, recently. <laughs> um, Stardew Valley. I got, uh, which we've talked about before. On I used to play it on the personal computer platform. Um, but yeah, so I've played that a few times. I'm not like super like hooked on it again, but it's nice. Yeah. You, but, um, so you were super hooked on it before for like a week. I was like pretty obsessed with it. Yeah. Um, maybe a couple weeks. Have you played varying degrees? Have you played any more Splatoon? Uh, not in a while. No, that's been a while. One by the wayside for me. Yeah. Um, I mean, Zelda I haven't played in forever. Yeah. Um, and did download Overcooked oh. based on your recommendation slash playing it with you. Have we, we which haven't, is, which is great. We haven't spoken about that. That I, I, you know what? I'm going to add a card. Let's, let's, let's defer that <laughs> and talk about, uh, I uh, just put the wrong thing in here. I'd thoroughly recommend that. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Overcooked. Overcooked. Get it. That's the short. Just get it, and you need four people, and you're going to cook mm-hmm. something. I also, uh, I've recently played Steam World Dig. Yep. Uh, two. Two, the second one. Steam World Dig 2. Yep. And and Steam is not a reference to the platform Steam. That's that's part of the title. Yep. Steam World. Steam World Dig. D- yep. Is there a colon, a colon in there somewhere? Uh, almost certainly. Steam World. Steam World Dig. Dig. Two. Two. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. And it's like a steampunk 
thing. Yeah, kind of, well, you play like a, a robot that is powered by steam. Um, um, okay. But you're you're also a cowboy, cowgirl robot. Uh, okay. Yep. And there's all sorts of Western folk that are robots. And you go underground and you mine and you find critters. And it's a 2D sort of Metroidvania kind of thing. Cool. A lot of fun. People should get um, it. When you say steam-powered robot, it reminds me of this PlayStation demo that I used to play a lot. Well, you know, every once in a while. Yep. Um, and it was in Japanese, so I never really <laughs> knew what was going on. <laughs> but it was like a sky... You'd have these like sky ships, <laughs> okay. you know, that, that kind of like steampunk thing, like these sky ships floating around and, and, uh, you would kind of control this automaton, like bird type <laughs> robot thing. Okay. And it would like flap its wooden wings and fly around and not do much, but I thought it was pretty cool. That's fast. I have no idea what it was called. That's. Um, but you know, if any of our thousands of listeners can, uh, can figure that out, let us know what it is. Um, if you had a PlayStation in, you know, Oh God, um, there's the 30 minute mark. 1999 or whatever. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, I have homebrew competition results. What? Oh, are we ready for that? Or did you, oh, you have golf story. You want to do that? No, no, no. Tell me, tell me what the results were. Okay, um, we may have never even mentioned this yet. No, I think on the podcast. I think we did. You s- did we? Yeah, okay. you said you were going to enter a competition. We talked about brewlosophy or lap jazz. Okay, um, so I entered the twelfth annual New England Regional Homebrew Competition. Has only been twelve. God. Yeah. Crazy. Apparently. Um, so I did that. That's the thing. Yep. Um, I entered four beers, um, all in different categories. So I had, uh, well, I'll just go through them one by one, I guess. So the first one, what is this one? So my American Pale Ale, which I call Five Cent Pale Ale because there are five uh, additions of centennial hops. Uh, it's not it's cute little, cute little thing. It's not because it had five different distinct smells. Nope. Nope. It's a C E N T. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, we could go with that too. Floral and uh, yeah. piney and sure. Okay. So I thought this beer would do well relative to my other ones. Okay. So this um, was thought, this, this is the top of the top of the stack. Um, uh, uh, it's it's the first PDF that I clicked on in this note. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought it would, I thought it would do relatively well. Um, it was a little too intense hop wise. I thought at the at the beginning, but I thought it would you know kind of mellow out a little bit in the bottle, mm. and, and um, I think that I thought the hop flavor was really nice. So I was excited about that one. So um, the scoring for people who don't know, um, beer scoring is has a very um, set kind of way to it. 
Um, beers are scored uh, from zero to 50 points. So zero to 13 is problematic. 14 to 20 is fair. 21 to 29 is good. 30 to 37 is very good. 38 to 44 is excellent. And 45 to 50 is outstanding. Okay. Um, so I thought this beer would do, you know, middle, not like amazing, but like decently well. And uh, it did not. It did not do well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so this beer had a final assigned score of 19. Oh, okay. Um, which is on the high end of fair. <laughs> so let me just read a description for fair. This beer has its share of problems that may include missing the style parameters, off flavors and aromas, balance problems, contamination, or other major flaws. Score. Scores near the lower end of this range exhibit more major flaws. Whew. So, kind of a bummer, but... So I was immediately bummed, but then I realized, you know what? That's the whole point of entering these competitions, is to get feedback. Yep. This is what I wanted. I wanted something other than, oh, this tastes good. This, you know, I like this. So, I got that, <laughs> um, which is great. Uh, there are two different judges per per score. Okay. So there's two different you know, separate score sheets. Oh, so um, you're going to get two, two different numbers. Um, so did you get a 19? Potentially. Else? Okay. I actually got, so the 19 was the total. The judges have to like agree on a oh, number. Okay. And in this case, they both said 19 anyway. So, um, that was easy, but, uh, okay. So aroma, I got three out of 12. <laughs> uh, cardboard, like sweet butter. <laughs> <laughs> caramel aroma little to no hop aroma oh. which is just not what i remembered um <laughs> this is so good oh. uh flavor i got eight out of 20 um what does it what the fuck are with these random i don't know 12 Car 20 what Car caramel and buttered popcorn with cardboard <laughs> sweet <it> sweet and caramely <laughs> at the finish Slight hot bitterness and citrus. I think I think um, I think you added too much drywall. I may have. So, and then on the left, there are these descriptor definitions that they can like check off like the uh, problems. Okay. And the two that I got were diacetyl Ooh. and and oxidized. Oh. So cardboard is the standard thing that people say for oxidized beers beers that have. <laughs> You know, oxygen has kind of messed them up late in the process. Yep. Um, which that's fair. I'm sure my bottling process out of the keg still needs some tweaks. And it's a little, you know, not super careful with that. Yep. Probably be a little more careful there to not get oxygen in. <laughs> I could purge the uh, bottles with CO2. Yep. Keep a lot of oxygen uh, out. Yep. Okay. And then the diacetyl is the, is the big thing that I was surprised by. Hmm. And um, the description for di diacetyl is artificial butter, butterscotch, or toffee aroma and flavor. <laughs> Sometimes perceived as a slickness on the tongue. Oh, so like an oily, buttery huh. thing. And how do you how do you get that? Yeah. So most yeasts will generate diacetyl, um, uh, kind of early in the in the fermentation process. Okay. Um, and 
traditionally what you want to do towards the end of fermentation is what's called a diacetyl rest, where you increase the temperature of the fermentation to keep the yeast active after. So at that point, the yeast has actually converted all the sugars to alcohol. But there's still some compounds in the beer that you want the yeast to like consume. Okay. Um, and diacetyl is one of those things. Mm. Um, so there's a few th- few ways I could have gotten this. One is I didn't raise the temperature um, high enough or soon enough or for long enough at the end, um, which I think I did that. So I think that part's okay. Um, but I think what I did is just, I was just too impatient with, um, like I transferred the beer off of the yeast too soon. Ah. So I think it, it was done fermenting and, you know, I checked the gravity and that was all ready to go. And it was like nine or 10 days. I was like, Oh, we're good. Like, this is great. Um, so I transferred it into the keg too soon, I think. So it wasn't, the yeast wasn't done, you know, cleaning up after itself, basically. I see. How many days were you supposed to leave it for? Um, good question. Um, for an ale, for like a simple ale, that actually should be long enough. Okay. So, hmm. but like two weeks is a little more safe. Right. You know, depending on how things go. But like there, um, there is a point where, because if you leave it on for too long, you're going to get different off flavors. That's true. Um, but that's pretty, that's pretty, you have to like leave it on for pretty long. Like, okay. Like, like months I even. See. Um, so yeah, like up to a month, people say that it's, you're not going to get any weird, um, like dead yeast Hmm. flavors or anything. Okay. Um, so I'm going to be more careful about that going forward. It it is also a compound that some people can detect and others can't. Ooh. Um, so I was worried that I'm someone that just can't taste or smell diacetyl. Oh, you'll never know. Um, but... Now that, and it's one of those things where it's like, how do you really know if you're just tasting it now because you know about it? Right. <laughs> but I do feel like I can pick it out now. Um, okay. And there's something about this beer that just did seem a little off, but I couldn't put a finger on it. And now it makes a little more sense. Yeah. Um, you can. I also did this forced diacetyl test where you like heat up the beer to like 140 degrees and you can, it like brings that diacetyl out a little more Hmm. there is a and i could smell it more that way there is a like you can train yourself to taste um and detect different flavors that you would otherwise like um refining your palate basically okay so like because this is a thing that's very common um when learning uh like wine tasting and things right is there are there are plenty of flavors that you're just not um sort of able to pick out until you've practiced a bunch of times. Right. And like been told, okay, this is the flavor you're trying to find. And then like really thinking about it and trying to taste it. But then there's other things like, I don't know if this is, it seems like there's a different category of things like um, cilantro where some people just taste it in a different way because of their genetics. Oh, what are they Um, like? Not with their tongues. Uh, no <laughs> that'd be weird yeah uh coriander 
they perceive it <laughs> differently. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So I don't know if this diacetyl thing is more like that or if it's more, like you said, something that you can train. I think it is. I think you can train yourself to pick it out more. Hmm. So um, anyway, it has the, both the judges' names and it says like what their ranking is. So there's ones that BJCP recognized judge. Oh wow! So you can you can like um, keep keeps record and like plot your revenge and yeah yeah yeah. You, you can email them. Um, wow. Anyway, all right. That's the first beer. Okay. So nineteen out of fifty. Um, I'll try to speed it up a bit. Um, so the next one is my lager that you tasted on the show. Yep. Um, it is a Munich Helles style. Uh, German style. Um, I was. That's where Munich is. I felt like I was getting popcorn on that. Did I say popcorn? Um, I feel like I've I said don't... popcorn on something. I'm not sure. I'm gonna have to go go back and listen to that. So it, yeah, it was the first lager I've ever made. So I was worried about it. Yep. In general, um, I, I, I was more worried about this other thing called DMS. DMS. Which is, yeah, which is uh, dimethyl sulfide. Okay. And um, even at low levels, it can taste like sweet or like uh, canned corn. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was just like, um, I just assumed that I had that in that beer because for pilsners and light lagers like that, they say that you should be boiling longer than 60 minutes to like drive off. Cause you can like boil off the DMS. Right. Um, but I didn't do that. I just did a normal 60 minute boil. So I was like, I don't know. It, it was like, it had a little bit of sweetness to it. I was like, maybe it has that in it. So I wasn't expecting much, but I got a 34. What? Uh, yeah, I got, a, I got a very good lager. <laughs> Uh, so very good says beers in this range may have a minor flaw, technical or stylistic, or may be lacking in balance or complexity. So like wow. basically pretty good. Pretty good. Um, yeah. So I'll just read an overall impression here. Well attenuated, dry, crisp, and clean lager. The malt flavor here is perhaps a bit too neutral and restrained. A bit more Pills malt flavor would be welcome. Hop flavor too is a bit too far in the background. So more about balance and like, you know, just like not super exciting, but like, you know, a good lager. Yeah. Uh, the other judge said a clean, well-made beer, very drinkable. Increasing carbonation would help the, uh, or would help highlight attenuation. Could be further attenuated, increase the hopper, hop bitterness to better balance, and doesn't live up to the nose's promise. Oh. <laughs> um, wow. But yeah, they both gave it a 34, um, which I was surprised about and happy with. And uh, if you remember, I also cheated on this lager by fermenting it warm yeah. at ale temperatures. <laughs> Ooh. So that's another data point for the uh, brewlosophy experiment, yeah. experiment that that uh, said that people couldn't really tell the difference. For this particular yeast strain, uh, for this lager yeast, people like it even when it's fermented warm. So tricky stuff. Yeah. And they had no check marks. They did not find any DMS, diacetyl, oxidization, any of that stuff. Wow. Um, so yeah, like no major flaws. Huh. Pretty cool. Um, Next one. super happy with that. So just to spoil, spoil, that was, that was my best one. <laughs> um, uh, the next one, 
uh, is the Octobu Fest, which was a Mertzen mm. style, which is a dark lager, um, uh, you know, for Oktoberfest. And I added pumpkin spice. Um, you tasted this one out of the keg, I think, at some point. Yeah. yeah. It, was, um, it was okay. Yeah. You were like, eh, this is the best one here that I would like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is fair. So this one got a 29. Nice. That's Did quite well. Solid. Um, again, no. Okay. So the one judge didn't have any check marks in like major flaws. The other one said it was a bit astringent. Thought that after the spice, there was this like bitter flavor that came out that seemed out of place. Mm. Um, and they both thought that the pumpkin spice was a bit much and, um, kind of didn't let the malt character shine through like it should for this style. So, but yeah, um, one gave it a 27, the other one gave it a 31, and they averaged it to 29. Nice. So that is in the, that is the highest good, almost very good. So that's good, <laughs> literally. Uh, okay, last one was my uh, New England IPA, batch number two, which I was not excited about. <laughs> I did not think it would do well. Um for a couple of reasons I didn't, it didn't really wow me to begin with. And then I was also worried about bottling it and, you know, it's just not the kind of beer that withstands, um, being in a warm bottle for a few weeks before mm. someone drinks it. Right. It's really just better straight out of the keg and keeping it cold. And the, the hop compounds are very volatile and fragile. So I just didn't think it was going to go well and it didn't. So, <laughs> It got a 21. Okay. Uh, which I guess is the bottom of good. And but better than the 19. Better than 19, yeah. yeah. Um, but guess what it had? It had the stuff that the 19 had, the oxidization cardboard. It had butter. Butter. <laughs> diacetyl, yep. yeah. So uh, <laughs> orange and pine up front, noticeable diacetyl, low model aroma. Good hop flavor and aroma. Diacetyl takes away from both. Maybe slightly under under attenuated and or fermented too cold. Uh, this isn't particularly hazy, which New England IPA should be. Is a bit thin, which I'll, yeah, yeah. Uh, has medium to high carbonation and muted hop aroma. This is well outside the New England IPA template, huh. which I agree with everything except i was again surprised by the diacetyl but now i know to look for that a little better yeah um i knew this beer had a funk to it as well in the kind of mid palate there was this weird i thought it was a yeast um ester from the yeast that's like a fruity kind of like i almost got like an apple kind of flavor in there that i wasn't expecting hmm. um but i did use an english yeast for this that is known to give some more esters so that's just what i assumed it was but now after tasting it again i think it's the actually the diacetyl that has that weird kind of um buttery flavor that does not blend well with the like juicy fruity hop flavor right so um it's anyway it's surprising that both the ipas that you sent did badly i'm also surprised by that i think i I, I think I got lax with them mm. because I was just like, oh, I know how to make these. I've made these a bunch of times. And I think I just got impatient with them and just assumed that they were going to be good. Right. Whereas maybe the lager I was like freaked out about and just thought it would be bad. So I 
you know, spent more time and paid more attention right. to the details. And maybe that's why that ended up, you know, Being, on top. Yeah. Huh. So maybe there's a little, uh, little lesson there. When's the, um, uh, when's the next competition? Uh, next year. Next. Okay. Well, I mean that one. Right. Um, but you mean like just for you, the next one I'm going to enter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Good question. I haven't really... So a lot of these, um, you can mail in all across all across the country. You can like mail your beers if you want to. Right. Well, um, I'm I'm a little freaked out by that because of legalities. Yep. Um, we have we have but, we have spoken before about it not being legal. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's a lot of people do it and get away with it, and it's fine. But, yeah. Uh, I don't know if I want to do that. So I'm kind of you know, reserving for, uh, local comps. And, um, there's this one and there's like a Boston specific one that, um, is actually run by the homebrew club that that I'm in, Mm. but I need to figure out, I think that might be in the spring. Do you think, Um, do you think you'd go to, you'd go to it in person? Yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to do that. Um, this one had the option too. You could like sign up to help like steward or, um, you know, just help the judges kind of probably honestly just like open bottles, clean bottles. Right. <laughs> um, you know, f- make sure everything's labeled and marked correctly. And Yep. Oh, that jazz. Um, scan all the score sheets and stuff. But um, I was, uh, you know, busy guy these days. So didn't do that. But uh, yeah, it'd be, it'd be fun to, to attend one and see, uh, see the judges do their thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, long story short, I'm glad I did it. Um, got some good feedback. I know what to focus on next time. And, uh, I'm excited to feel like I have a lot of room to grow. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it's, it sounds like you got out of it, the thing that you wanted, which was the like more very specific feedback on what it is you need to be focusing on and like giving you some direction. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, so it's good. Sweet. Okay. I, it's, it's past my bedtime. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, thanks for, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. And, uh, you leave us a review, a review on iTunes and, um, what else do we say? We need, um, that, I mean, that's really it. Just tell us stuff. Okay, I hope this works, and uh, I hope that it's not just uh, one of us that you could end up hearing, because <laughs> that would be really funny. Oh, uh, but then we then we can release like double the episodes. Oh, wait a second. Wait a minute. Oh, and if we got sponsorships for all of those, yeah, double the sponsorships. I could afford that microphone. Let's do it. Okay. okay. All right. I like it. <laughs> All right. Okay. Later. See ya.